The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning to you and welcome to Hope Reigns. My name is Steve Tiber along with co-host Mr. Mike Fiella. Mike, good morning. Very good morning to you. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to yeah. you. Yeah. I hear you, man. So much going on. Oh welcome my. to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope travels the country and serves after natural disasters. And Mike, our <laughs> plate is full of... How many oh natural gosh. disasters can happen in one month? Oh my, and, it's uh, you know, three different places you've been in. We've been in. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 been a whirlwind. You know, our volunteers just left Cedar Rapids, Iowa last week. They were mm-hmm. there for three weeks for a freak storm called a Derocho. Derocho. I think that's how you pronounce it. I was it. saying it wrong. I was calling Dorico. I know somebody's... Okay. Well, we'll say... <laughs> I like Dorocho. It's got more of a... Do <laughs> it. Anyway. Dorica, Dorocho. It was like a hurricane yes. inland in mm-hmm. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. 35,000 trees oh, fell on homes and properties. And gosh, I think there was about 600 volunteers with Eight Days of Hope. They were there for over three weeks during COVID. Oh, my. Um, and oh, my gosh. It was a world when we left last week. And today, for our interview, is the the pastor of our host church, Paul Hennings, with okay. St. Mark's Lutheran right there in Cedar Rapids. He'll be with us in a couple of minutes. Yeah. But Mike, as you know, just not the Dorocho or Doraca or whatever you're calling, yeah, right? It's, it's, it, um, okay. There was a hurricane called yeah. Laura. Yeah, and absolutely. Laura has really changed the face of Louisiana. Mm, I'm telling you, just uh, the last time we were down in Louisiana, um, my heart so is for that time, but to see the numbers, the wind, what, 150, 150 mile hour winds hit it, and it was still um, on, in, inland 137. Now, it's supposed to dissipate once you hit land. Right. Devastation. Devastation. Devastation is, is wide and far. And, uh, you know, today we start our third week. So we were in Cedar Rapids. We had just left North Carolina because right. of the hurricane that caused some tornadoes, you know, a month ago. Mm-hmm. We were in Cedar Rapids. And very quickly, while we were there, we deployed outside of Lake Charles, Louisiana. Okay. And so if you're joining us today, the number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And whenever we go serve somebody after a natural disaster, we hope to give them a glimmer of hope, uh, sure. uh, uh, to put a little bounce in their step, to bring them some joy <laughs> in a very tough situation, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And and so eight days of hope. We've been in Louisiana for, like I said, the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be there, Mike, until October 3rd. October 3rd. We just extended the dates. And, okay. and, and if you can volunteer and you're over 18 years of age, uh, and I know it's a unique time in our country. Sure. I get it. Right. COVID is real, it, and I and, and and I and I get that some people don't want to travel. We respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, we we will provide a safe place for you to sleep. Uh, we're going to give you a hot shower every night. You're going to eat three great meals. We're going to social distance. We're going to do temperature checks. We're going to do a lot of things that we normally wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. But right now, Mike, they need us, and the need is huge. Oh, absolutely. When you start thinking about that number of trees down in the water and everything that has just uh, devastated homes. I mean, I was thinking about the I, I just pictured the guys with the muck, uh, the crews oh, coming the muck in, out crews, muck yeah. out crews, yeah. and what they have to, what they're going to experience. And then mm-hmm. you got to rip your eyewall down, and and then imagine sitting on somebody's front lawn, going through their personal belongings oh. to help them. It's heartbreaking. That's why people like 
the folks at Eight Days of Hope need to be on those grounds just to love on people. And when they see that, their hearts are just, they bring hope. It, that so rightfully named, Eight Days of Hope. Hope, hope, hope is what folks need at this time. So if you go to our YouTube channel, Eight Days of Hope on YouTube, watch some of the videos that we've shot in Lake Charles. And actually, we have a video of Cedar Rapids as well, if you're interested in that outreach. Mm-hmm. We always tell people, Mike, they can do three things. And more than ever, during COVID-19, I mean, we, we were in three different places in the country right. within 14 days. And it takes huh. resources. And How do you do you know, that? We're not, well, we don't do anything. God does, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. But you step out in faith. Sure. I mean, like, look in Lake Charles. Charles, we on a moment's notice, mm-hmm. there's no power. There's still no power in Lake Charles three weeks after the hurricane. And how long are they projecting without? A- another two to four weeks. Oh, come on. And so we had to go out and buy a $70,000 generator to bring Accommodate electricity that. to our host church okay. so we could function and serve people for six weeks. And, and so, you know, we step out in faith. So we always tell people, pray, volunteer, and donate. It starts and ends with prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Um, Mike, I love it because before we even started today, you prayed. Yeah. And, and, and and we bathe things in prayer. So pray for the volunteers that are serving right now in Lake Charles, Louisiana with Hurricane Laura. Mm-hmm. I know there's an election coming up. I know we've got a pandemic going on. There's a lot of things to distract us, but pray for those in Louisiana that suffer Absolutely. from this hurricane. Second, volunteer. Come down and serve with us. Come for one day, five days. You're going to meet people from around the country. We're going to do chainsaw work and tarp roofs and clean off properties and muck out homes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, Mike, we just, we're the shoulder that the family leans on and and, and shares their heart and shares their tears. Absolutely. It's uh, when you step out of the, the grounds. You, 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 sometimes some of you out there might feel I'm a little nervous. What am I going to say to these people? Or how am I going to? The minute you step on the grounds, there's just a one. It's like a bonding. A it's presence. a family. It's, yeah, and <laughs> it's a they're, family. They're just so appreciative that you're there because they're hopeless. I mean, they feel hopeless. Yes. Like they feel yes. like you know their insurance isn't covering it, or the government's not helping them, even though the government's trying to do the best they can. And but but we're there. A physical body there, ready with hands and gloves and chainsaws and everything needed to yeah. get them out from the the hole that that they've been put in. So pray, volunteer, and lastly donate. Um, we we are we, we stepped out in faith because that's kind of what we've done for 15 years, Mike. Sure. 6,100 homes mm-hmm. have been rebuilt, some from the ground up because of prayer warriors and volunteers and people have donated. You can help us today by donating online at 8daysofhope.com. Now, if you donate for Hurricane Lori, we will make one promise to you, and it's a simple one. If you donate, not a penny, not one penny will go to a salary, a building, a piece of equipment. There you go. That's covered by our partners. That's right. And so we're very unique. Sure. You know, I'm not saying this has got to be the only way, mm-hmm. but what we've done for 15 years is when someone donates to a project, every penny goes to that project. And so you can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. You can mail us a check at P.O. Box 3208. Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. That address is on our website and our Facebook page. And we also have something else going on that's kind of cool. There's a football player, Mike, up in Buffalo, New York. His name is Cody Ford. And we record this out of Buffalo, even though today you might be listening in Iowa or Kansas or Missouri uh, or Ohio. Uh, But this player wanted help out of his hometown of Pineville, Louisiana. And so very quickly, he reached out to us Mm -hmm. through the Buffalo Bills Foundation, who knows us and, and thankfully trust us. And he made a sizable donation, and we were able very quickly 
quickly to purchase generators and water and tarps, mattresses and pillows and and, and gas cans and so much more. And we shipped it mm-hmm. to Pineville, Louisiana. Every penny was spent in Pineville, Louisiana. And so that video is on our YouTube channel as well. Well, Cody Ford is going to partner with us once again. And we are going to offer you an opportunity to purchase a shirt. And if you purchase this shirt, that Cody has is, is kind of helped us design. Um, it's a red, white, and blue shirt, so it's Buffalo Bills colors, but it's also United States colors. I like it, red, white, and blue. <laughs> I love it. And the shirt says simply, what you do should speak so loudly that no one will hear what you say. That is incredible. You know, the greatest gospel I ever heard is the one I saw. That's right. People will see Jesus in the volunteers. So if you go to 20 shirt, 26 shirts, Dot com, 26shirts.com, 26shirts.com, and the shirt you want to pick is the one for Cody Ford in Eight Days of Hope. What you do should speak so loudly that no one will hear what you say, and a significant portion of that shirt sale will go and buy more air conditioning units, more generators for people in Louisiana. And it's going to be an ongoing thing. This is not just a, a one hit. We're there for eight days or three weeks or whatever it's going to be. Um, this is going to be years before this thing gets yeah. put back together but the immediate need go to the website yeah i mean 26shirt.com yeah 26shirts.com buy a t-shirt so you get a good looking t-shirt i think it's 25 26 bucks a, a, a big portion of that goes to the relief efforts and here's the kicker there's another donor that says for every shirt you sell you <laughs> whatever you raise i'll double it Wow, come on. So in my mind, these families who don't have air conditioning units or don't have generators, um, and again, watch that video on a YouTube channel, and you'll Mm -hmm. meet a mom. That generator allows her to power the medical devices her daughter needs so she can stay home and not be rushed to a hospital. Sure. That's what your donations do. Yeah, and and folks, when 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 a donor comes and says, I'm going to match everything. (laughs) I mean, where where does that come from? God, yes, but... Go out and, and, and purchase uh, the shirt, what, 26-some dollars, whatever, in a good portion. But the thing that, that a donor is going to match everything, I buy a T-shirt, my money's doubled. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like helping that. somebody out. I like that. I like that. So if you're a Buffalo Bills fan or a fan of the NFL or a fan of people in need in Louisiana, uh, you're a follower you of go. Jesus, and, and, and you want to make a donation, go to 8daysofhope.com. Now, when you make a donation, and if you mention Cody Ford in the line, um, we we will make sure those dollars, maybe you don't want the shirt. I respect that. We will make sure those dollars are spent to support what he's doing. I love how God's moving, sure. Mike. Oh, fantastic. Hey, you just said, if you don't want the shirt, send it to us. <laughs> yeah, send <laughs> the shirt. <laughs> but, I, but the money's going to go to help okay. people out in Louisiana. But what size are you, Mike? What if they order like a 3X? 3X? I You would could th- bulk up. Yeah, hey, I, I could bulk up. <laughs> and if they, be, give, <laughs> they give you an extra small, you got to slim down, brother. <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. Hey, oh, welcome to funny. Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of eight days of hope. My name is Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiel. Hurricane Laura, we need your help. Pray, volunteer, donate. Go to eightdaysofhope.com. If you want to buy this shirt to support what we're doing uniquely, uh, go to 26shirts.com. 26shirts.com. Pray, volunteer, and donate. Why are you laughing? Extra small? You can't do an <laughs> extra, extra small, small anymore? Well, you know, my wife's saying, Mike, you need to trim down a little bit. It's been a long three months. So. <laughs> Man, you got eight pounds of hope and you haven't even traveled yeah, with well, this I in would, a couple of months. I like the idea of the extra, extra large so I can bulk up. <laughs> In my dreams. Oh, man. Hey, when we come back in a minute, we're going to interview Paul Hennings. Paul Hennings is the senior pastor, lead pastor of St. Mark's Lutheran Church. And that's where we were at for three weeks. 
helping out with this derocho. We'll ask him how to pronounce it. He'll oh, know that how to sounds good. It. <laughs> uh, but when we come back in a minute, Paul's going to join us, and we'll share some God-sized stories from the mission field. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope Reigns is a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with 8 Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We've partnered with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. To Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Mike and I are still talking about shirt sizes and you know the extra large and large. And one thing I've learned with women, though, Mike, you oh never talk age or shirt size. So, <laughs> you know, during our events, when the lady comes up to the table and I happen to be walking by and they're looking for a T-shirt, I never say, "Oh, you look like a large." <laughs> no, you just say graciously. Ma'am, what size would you like? No, what what size do you prefer? What prefer. size do you wish you would fit? No, I, 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 no, 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 I, I never said that. I, I'm, I just, oh, I'm playing around. We're having some fun this morning. <laughs> Welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hurricane Laura is happening right uh, now. It's, it's gone. But we are in Louisiana, and we'll be there on October 3rd. Again, pray, volunteer, donate. Go to our website. It's free. You have to be 18. We provide food and lodging. We'll give you a couple good-looking shirts there that will go. fit you. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, <laughs> the right you're gonna size. Be, you're going to be people from around the country but again go there and do that and also if you want to buy a t-shirt to support what's going on go to 26shirts.com 26shirts.com look for the cody ford shirt and um, a portion of those will go to eight days old as well and if you've just tuned in every single penny is going to go to laura every penny everything hurricane laura in relief efforts we're not sending the money to laura 
Well, no, that's right. We're sending, we're sending, you're right. <laughs> there we I, go. I got you, man. I got you. Anyways, hey, we are so excited, Mike, this morning to have a dear friend of mine. I just met this guy about a year ago, and mm-hmm. you know how you meet somebody and you have a kindred heart just like that? Just connects, yeah. I, I know with you and I, and maybe it took you a little bit longer, right, for me. <laughs> I don't know why, but man, I like when that's I met you. because I wear two tight t-shirts. Oh, let's, we'll, we'll get <laughs> no, off of that. But on, anyway. We're, we're going to move off the t-shirt talk. But okay. anyways, I, I love this guy. Paul Hennings, the lead pastor, executive pastor at St. Mark's Lutheran Church in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, actually right across the street in Marion, Iowa. Paul, good morning. How are you, my friend? Hey, good morning, Steve. I'm doing just fine. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, we are honored. We've been talking about T-shirts. One of the things on our website right now, uh, we're selling a T-shirt at a, a, a different website, and proceeds go to help out with Hurricane Laura. And, and Mike and I were kidding around uh, our sizes, so that's why we kind of were having some fun with you. <laughs> Anyways, but Paul, so so uh, Eight Days of Hope. Um, first of all, tell us a little bit about St. Mark's Lutheran Church. You have been a mission-minded church for as long as we've known you, since 08. And I know that you just got there in the last year. But what makes St. Mark's so unique? I mean, you're so passionate about missions. Tell us a little about your church, and um, we'll go from there. Sure, sure, yeah. Well, St. Mark's is a, is a great great church. Uh, has a long history. Uh, one of those churches that's been around for over 100 years and has you know made those moves to continue to grow and to reach people with the gospel. Um, you know what I think what makes St. Mark's uh, really unique is we just have great leadership uh, in in our congregation and on our staff that that care about our community and um, and they care about you know obviously uh, global missions and reaching out beyond our our borders and really that's part of the reason uh, why our relationship with Eight Days of Hope has been so strong um, throughout the years. So I. I I inherited a great church that has had great previous uh, lead senior pastors, and uh, I've been there since November, and I've just seen God move in powerful ways. So you show up, and a couple months later, something happens in the world that we've never seen, and you know your shirt, your your church is very interesting. It's a beautiful campus, first of all, Mike. Um, I, I know you haven't been there, but they offer a couple different types of services: more of a traditional service, okay, and then a contemporary service. But they also have a beautiful outside venue with a lake and a beautiful cross and and, sure. and, and nice uh, seats and stuff. Um, Pastor Paul, the um, the three weeks that Eight Days Hope served with your church in Cedar Rapids um, with that storm. Now, did you pronounce the storm a derocho? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> that sounds that sounds more appropriate, a derocho. But uh, actually, I think they say derecho. Okay, so Mike was closer than I was. Okay, Mike, I knew you were right. I knew <laughs> okay. you were right. So tell us a little bit about the journey. I know about 600 volunteers at one point or other passed through your church. They slept there. We fed them there. Your church was unbelievable, a great host. Um, tell us a little bit about the journey the last you know, three weeks. I know we just left last weekend. What, um, what you guys experienced? Sure, yeah. Well, August 10th, it's a Monday morning. Um, everybody's doing their thing as normal, and about 1230, uh, right after noon, we hear sirens go off, and uh, we have about 20 minutes to prepare for this, you know, storm that uh, weather spotters are saying, hey, there's there's a 100-mile-per-hour wind coming with this storm. And, and of course, a couple hours later, uh, here we are in just complete devastation, power lines down everywhere. Uh, 60% of the tree canopy of Cedar Rapids gone. 
um, trees hanging on people's roofs, uh, through people's roofs, our, our schools are mangled. Uh, it's just, it's just a disaster. And so that's where it all started. And, um, I remember thinking of eight days of hope immediately. Uh, we had the opportunity to, to open up our facility then. Uh, to eight days of hope, and, and we had already we were already getting excited because because eight days of hope was coming to Cedar Rapids. You know, we're, we're already planning this facility there, and uh, who would have ever thought that we would have been hosting eight days of hope so that we could be doing disaster recovery? Um, but yeah, so we you know we just have so many God stories of uh, those three weeks where. Um, Certain things just happen. I mean, I'll just share one story that I think is really, really cool. Uh, before Eight Days of Hope showed up, before you guys could, could come in, um, we had to find some power to our facility. Mm-hmm. I mean, power's knocked out everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, so I took, I took the, the, the lower road, and we had some people, some people take the higher road of our, to our power company. So I go out, <laughs> <That's right>. I, <laughs> I go out and I find linemen. And uh, when I'm talking to these linemen, a, a family brings like a 12 pack of beer to them. It's really funny. Oh gosh! But I'm talking to linemen. I'm saying, "Hey, we've got a we've got a national disaster relief organization coming to our place, and we 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 need power. These folks are going to need power, uh, you know, to clean up every day. We got to have running water and all this other stuff. So they they get on the horn and they're like, "We'll we'll call it in because we understand what's going on." And then we had other people in our congregation who somehow knew the CEO yes. of our power company. Here we go. Oh, God's yeah, story right there. Awesome. It's awesome. And they get on the, on the phone with him, and he's like, we'll make it happen. And so, you know, long story short, we get to start powering up our facility in portions so we don't blow the whole power system that's coming in mm. to our place so that Eight Days of Hope could be there. I mean, that's just a, that's just a God story. Um, we, we had the National Guard there dropping off a semi-load, 40,000 pounds of ice, because mm. people are without power. My, my house, I was personally without power for five days, mm. uh, which, you know, I don't think most people realize what life is like without power oh, yeah. for, oh, for five days. And then we had people without power for a couple of weeks. And so, um, you know, in those moments, here comes eight days of hope and starting to help people recover, and we just have phone calls and, and, and people needing help. And it's not just, you know, cutting down trees. we we distributing food, and then obviously distributing the hope of Jesus. So I, there's just so many great stories of partnership with Eight Days of Hope that we were just blessed to be able to be a part of. Interesting. Um, thank you, brother, for sharing all those stories. So, Mike, I don't know if the listener caught on to this because maybe they're listening to Hope Reigns for the first time. And welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking to Pastor Paul Hennings, the lead pastor over at St. Mark's Lutheran Church up in the Cedar Rapids area, where Eight Days of Hope just left last week. We serve after natural disasters, and boy, they had a disaster. But, yes. you know, we're based in Mississippi, Mike. We have a Northeast satellite in Buffalo, and on right. October 17th, we're opened up a Midwest satellite out of all places in Cedar, Cedar Rapids, Rapids, Iowa, because right. we were there in 08 after the flood. Sure. And and so the whole conversations between Pastor Paul and myself and the leaders of their church and their community and us is getting ready for October 17th so we can serve the nine states in the Midwest, and then the storm comes. Sure. And 
Then God gave us a chance to come together very quickly and serve people and feed people and bring power to people. Um, it's amazing how God opens those doors, Mike. How do you make any sense out of that other than God? Here you are, ready to go to Cedar Rapids. We've been talking about that for a while. Yes. Doors are opening, donors are donating, and it's it's rolling along. And what happens? <laughs> what a, I know. A Tarico, or however we say yeah. it. But, but doesn't that bring the community together? That Doesn't that affirm God wants to do something in the body of Christ? God wants to do something with partnerships. God wants to do something. And he, you know, I don't, I don't think God doesn't sit up there and, well, I think I'm going to drop a storm over here. No, but he knows people are ready to respond. Uh, Pastor, like your staff, I mean, I, I, I thought I saw about 17 pictures here other than yourself. So you, it sounds like you have a tremendous staff around you, and you're getting the job done in that area. Yes, yes. And, and uh, staff is, is great at St. Mark's and just rallied around Eight Days of Hope. And I just love seeing, you know, we started getting together every day we, in the mornings because people are still without power. Right. And so we just said, if you can come and, you know, Come at 10 a.m. To, to our facilities. We'll meet outside, and let's just start, you know, building here again. And so staff is great. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, so it, it, you're exactly right. God God just takes these these calamities, and it's, it just goes back to that Romans 8, 28, right? For I know that all things work for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose, right? And so... Here, you know, this destructive storm comes along, and God's doing new things. And so about two months before the storm, we started developing our next sermon series called Disruption. Oh, oh, <laughs> He's a prophet, too, Mike. He's a prophet. I mean, what a title. I mean, here, here, we, here we are, and we're, we're just thinking COVID, right? I mean, COVID is just, it's just, it's, it's been difficult for churches. There just seems to be no right answer. And so we just thought, let's talk about disruption. And the whole purpose of the, the, the series is to talk about how God uses disruptions to do a new thing in our life, right? Wow. And so I'm just looking at this, this, this storm that comes in. I mean, I, I live in Marion, a suburb of Cedar Rapids. Ninety percent of the homes were damaged. Ninety percent. Ninety. Wow. And so, you know, there's a lot of disruption going mm. on in people's lives. And, and we're here. Uh, with eight days of hope to be able to go in, into their homes and their lives and say, "Hey, God's going to do a new thing here because God is greater than any storm. Amen. God is more. Yes. God is more powerful than than any loss in your life. He's mm. going to restore beyond your wildest imaginations. Uh, you know, as you give your life to Him. And I remember um, I just share one other God story here. Uh, I'm 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 at the uh, eight days of hope Bible study. So or the devotion in the evenings. And, you know, they, they have a guy there who didn't know Christ, right? I mean, just didn't have a relationship with him. And through the, I think, it's, I think it was through, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, I think it was through the laundry truck. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, through yes. the laundry truck, yes. this guy comes to meet other Christians and gives his life to Christ. I mean, that's what it's all about. Oh, my. It's, it's, it's about coming into people's lives, serving them with love, and uh, then letting the Holy Spirit do the work. Amen. Thank you for reminding me of that story. You know, there, 
I, we, we need to write a book. There's so many God-sized stories, but this is a really cool story. And by the way, uh, again, if you want to learn more about 8 Days of Hope, go to the website, uh, 8daysofhope.com. We're in Cedar Rapids, um, and we have a laundry trailer, and I think there's 10 wash machines and 10 dryers. Okay. Um, your, your, um, your daughter can use that. She's only got like 12 kids, Mike. She can knock out her laundry in one minute. But anyways, there's no power, so we take it to an area with a bunch of apartments. And okay. think about it. Um, you know, you have no power. Um, there, you know, nothing's open, uh, food is spoiled, and you, you have no way to clean your clothes. The dignity of having the things that we take yes. for granted, clean yes. clothes. We, you and I put on clean clothes this morning, right? Day, right? We take that for granted. Anyways, long story short, uh, this gentleman brings his laundry, and you can't do your laundry in three minutes or ten minutes. Uh-huh. So for about an hour and a half to two hours, he was asking questions. And, and Pastor Paul's right. At the end of that time, hmm. the volunteer asked him simply, you know, if you died today, do you know where you'd spend eternity? And right there, right in that there. laundry trailer, in the middle of apartments in Cedar Rapids, <laughs> Iowa, because of a storm, Go figure. you and I have a new brother in Christ. Go figure. Isn't that the, the principle, though? I mean, before you preach at them, feed them. You know, do their laundry. Um, help them in, in any way possible. And then their ears are all open to communication and to it's loving on people is it not yeah sometimes and i I know you know we've said this before sometimes we make it complicated right you know I'm, i'm not a complicated person i'm not the wisest guy on this call i guarantee it however i will say this the one thing i've learned is that when you love god and love others there you go. The Holy Spirit moves. That's it. And and he, and he opens up doors for you to be a glimpse of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get it. I know Pastor Paul, he knows the Bible a lot better than I do. Mm-hmm. Mike, I know you were a pastor for many, many, many years, decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, let's keep it simple, people. Yeah. You know, love people, serve people. You know, we live in such a divisive time in our country, in the world, a pandemic, an election, uh, fine. I mean, there's so much going on. Let's keep it simple. The best sermon I ever heard, and, and Pastor Paul can bring it now, yeah. but the best sermon I ever heard, Pastor Paul, is the one I saw. People need to see Jesus. Right, mm-hmm. Pastor Paul? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's, I just, with Eight Days of Hope coming in, you know, it's so great to see the skilled workers and the training that Eight Days of Hope did. Uh, did what was really great for our community. I mean, really one of the, just the best things was to, what we did is we, we decided we're going to come in to people's homes and just bless them after eight days of hope does the work. And so what we set up is we, we got some of our elderly folks and some of our kids together and we, we planted little pots with flowers in them oh. and just to beautify the city. Right. And so these colorful little plots with, I don't know, some kind of flower in there and a little sign in there. You know, just saying you're loved. Uh, you know, we love you at St. Mark's. Thanks to Eight Days Hope. Things like that. And we just went to these homes and we put them on people's porches just to beautify the city. Because some, you know, we have dead trees everywhere right now. Oh, I know. And yeah. So, so it's such a great opportunity to to not only just serve, but then just to remind them in these simple ways, right? That God is God is a God of beauty and restoration. And so it was just an awesome uh, way to just attach ourselves to what eight days of hope was doing mike that's why i love this church it's it's incredible i mean he he, they do have some amazing leaders and you know mike i know you know because of your leadership role with the ministry that god opened up the door that we were able to get five truckloads of of food Mm -hmm. and delivered i mean we're talking about 53 foot 
semi-tractor trailers of food. <laughs> Very quickly, the leaders of Eight Days of Hope, we pivoted. We pivot there a lot these go. days, Mike. We do. We found a reefer somewhere in the Midwest, I think in Wisconsin, <laughs> brought it down, hired an electrician to hook it up yeah. because our electrician to do that was in Ohio and, and got a forklift donated for a couple weeks. And we were looking for someone locally to help us lead that effort. I don't know why we had to look. All we had to do is go to St. Mark's because Marlis Fruling, who's on the staff of, of St. Mark's, who we know and love, and I've known her since 2008. Um, boy, she rolled up her sleeves. Some other pastors came alongside what we were doing. And long story short, 12 different churches, Paul, in Cedar Rapids, worked with us to move those five truckloads of food. I mean, talk about adjusting on a moment's notice. But this is what it did, Paul. It brought churches together to set aside our petty differences to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It was great. I, I saw different churches' Facebook posts and things like that of, of this food going out, and that's, that's just great. And I, I love that as well, uh, you know, about Eight Days of Hope, is that you, you, you're directing people to local churches. Amen. I mean, sure. that, that is so important. Amen. I mean, it's one thing to come in and just clean up a disaster, but then to direct people, say, hey, you know, Go, go to, go find a church in your community, and these are the ones that we're working with. Uh, it, it was great, and the, and we were able to distribute that food in a lot of different places where people have have nothing right now. Mm. Um, I mean, I think of a, a we went to a trailer park that some of the trailers are literally overturned. That's how strong the wind was, so just turned onto their sides, and so you know we're going door to door and saying. Hey, we, we've got free food. That uh, Sunday after we delivered that stuff, we told our whole congregation, hey, we've got two more pallets of this. <laughs> wow. Take it and give it away. People just started backing up their cars hmm. and taking boxes and, and distributing it. It was awesome. So, Pastor Paul, let me ask you something, because my mind's turned in this. Obviously, this disaster hit. It's bringing pre- people together. It's bringing churches together. Certainly, your church is, is right in the middle of this and stuff. How do you see... The future, as far as how do we maintain that connection with other churches, other people? Uh, to, to it seems like God's bringing us together. Now, before this, how often did this church get together with their church to try to do a family project or a, a community project? And maybe they did. But how do you see this just growing from this in the community of churches, in the community itself? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I, I, I've. I've talked to folks, and, and I, so I, I came to St. Mark's in November, and it's, it's been a difficult time, especially with COVID, especially those, those weeks sure. that we are just shut down, and you, you can't continue to build those relationships. The storm comes in, and I, I literally, we have a church down the road from us that their, the back end of their building was pretty much blown over, mm-hmm. and, um, and so I just stopped at their church one day. I mean... This is stuff that you don't do on a regular basis because you know, it, it, pastors, you're, you're constantly busy, right? There's, That's right. There's lots of things to do, and you sometimes forget to to kill, uh, create those relationships. And so I literally walk into that building thinking I'm not going to find a soul there. Well, who's there? The pastor's there. He's in his <laughs> he's in his study, you know. And I'm like, how do you have power here, brother? You know. And, and he's, I mean, it smells terrible because there's water, moisture oh, everywhere. Yeah, sure. But he's just he's just working away, and so. We got to invite him. We have an outdoor area where we've been worshiping, and so nice. got to nice. invite him and, and their community. Hey, come on over if you'd like. And it's just been able—I've been able to create those those relationships. 
And I think what, what this does is it, it puts that reminder and, um, and, you know, honestly, that desire to get to know other pastors. Because um, I know even some of the, the folks at Eight Days of Hope um, churches that, that they were working with in Cedar Rapids, I don't know those pastors yet. And so I want to get to know them because if, if we can come together on this, then there's a lot of other things that we can come together on. And that is really important for the church right now. Amen. Good morning to you. You're listening to Hope Reigns, broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiel, the co-host, and you are listening across the country, 200, 200 markets today, Mike, listening to what God is doing in Cedar Rapids. We're talking to Paul Hennings. He's the lead pastor at St. Mark's Lutheran Church. When we come back, if Paul, if you can just hang out for a couple more minutes, we want to talk a little bit about the Midwest satellite that Eight Days of Hope is opening up. So whenever there's a disaster in nine states in the Midwest, equipment and leaders We'll leave Cedar Rapids, and, and they won't drive a mile down the road because hopefully we'll move, move past this. At some point we will, but they'll be going to other states. So when we come back, we're going to wrap this up in a minute. Uh, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're going to part with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're going to bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our Safe House Construction Ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. You just heard a little snippet of Mandisa, 
It's a Good Morning. Oh, and we play that, that song. song whenever we do our rebuilding trips. So when we were in Cedar Rapids in 08 after the flood, every morning starts with a song. It's the same song for 15 years. <laughs> was long, Well, whenever it came out, we started playing it. But we play that song by Mendisa because it is a good morning. It is. And it wakes you up and it gets you bouncing and gets you going. It'll be going through your mind the whole time. <laughs> I but know. Uh, I know. It's great. That's the only song other than Happy Birthday I've memorized all the words, Mike. <laughs> I make up the words. Do you, well, now you're a worship leader, so you don't make up the words but sometimes oh yeah you got to make them up in between or when <laughs> Some, you flub a word sometimes. you just put something in there real quick that sounds positive <laughs> i was singing i was singing a toby mack song yesterday in the car with my daughters you know i just got back from iowa and headed back down to louisiana and uh emma says dad what do you think he's saying i said it doesn't matter what he's saying honey it's just what i'm singing but anyways all right hey welcome to hope reigns if you want to listen learn more about eight days of hope or watch some of the videos that we produced while we were in cedar rapids they're on our youtube channel just go to youtube go to eight days of hope and you'll see actually the church we were based out of really cool thing here um and by the way we're with paul hennings he's the lead pastor at saint mark's so pastor paul just real quickly we shot a promotional video just to tell the world what god is doing to get them excited about you know the movement of of the body of christ and on that video um you have a beautiful outdoor venue and had a huge cross huge cross i mean huge and it toppled or got damaged from the storm and Mike, the volunteers on their own, Okay. they didn't ask my permission. They don't have to, because when the Holy Spirit moves, you move. That's right. But they found a way to repair that cross and get that, and back, get that up. back up and run it. Paul, oh, what, did, wow. what did you think when you when you saw those volunteers um, and some of your late you know people as well from your congregation? What was going through your mind? I know we were working in the community, but they, that was important to them. I mean, they just had to do that. Yeah, well, that... That cross is, is special to me because I have two little boys, <clears throat> six and two year old, and uh, my wife and I will go. So we've got this pond, and we call it our backyard at St. Mark's. We've got this pond in our backyard, and then there's a cross there. And so we take the boys out there, I mean, on a weekly basis. Hmm. Uh, they're catching frogs, they're doing all <laughs> they're doing, they're doing They're doing boy things. Sure. And then what we do is we, we go and we sit down next to the cross and we have a snack. And so when I saw that cross toppled over, I thought, oh, man, uh, you know, this is not good. I went back there to try to lift it up myself, just, you know, just try to show my muscle. And I was very weak. Um, <laughs> that, thing is, that thing is just huge, and it's heavy. And so, well, yeah, when I saw Eight Days of Hope putting that back up, and I think I had the same feeling as, as many people in our congregation that, that saw it, uh, just just. I don't know, it's a mix of thankfulness and then also a mix of purpose, right? Mm. Because, you know, and you think of that old hymn, Lift High the Cross, right? And right. you see that cross being lifted up again. I remember, uh, I think I just saw a picture of it, but they have the straps wrapped around the cross as they're putting it back into place with their, mm. with, with their lift. And I just thought that, you know, here we are looking at this cross that has, that has, I mean, so many times we've worshipped out there, and then my, my two boys, we've sat underneath the cross, um, and it just, it really... Good memories. 
Yeah, it is a wow. good memory. It really is. I, it's just very touching. And you know, it's going to be interesting. I've, I, you know, now that Cedar Rapids will serve as our Midwest satellite, and again, if you're just joining us, Eight Days of Hope, we're a we're a disaster <clears throat> uh, organization. We serve after natural disasters and human disasters. The natural sure. disaster part: hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, um, snowstorms, windstorms. The natural disaster part: we every month we our goal is to remodel a facility, renovate a facility to provide a safe place for girls rescued from sex trafficking in That's fact right. today yes. as we speak yes. is day yep. number one in Indianapolis we're partnering with Frank Reich the head coach of the Colts and Linda his wife and for the next two weeks 60 people will be there every day Mike serving uh, and I don't want to get sidetracked on that because that cross here's my point with our Midwest satellite beating Cedar Rapids Paul Mike every time our volunteers from around the country go to visit that to do something they're going to stop by St. Mark's. They're going to see that cross. They're going to see it, yeah. And 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 that's going to bring a a, a memory to them mm-hmm. of where Cedar Rapids was in August of 2020, right. and where it is today, whatever day they're looking at it. The cross cannot be defeated. Amen. Amen. It'll be able to rise it. again. So at our Midwest Satellite, again, we're opening that up, up October 17th. So if you live in the Midwest and you want to travel in, come hang out with us. I think at uh, 9 or 10 in the morning, we're going to have an open house. We'll have some refreshments. We'll do a quick presentation. You'll see that laundry trailer where that gentleman gave his heart to the oh, Lord. Oh, my wait. gosh. I love awesome. it. Uh, all of our equipment will be there. Pastor Paul, how excited are you for the future uh, for the Midwest, knowing that uh, equipment right down the road is going to be leaving, and, and and probably some of your own congregation will be joining us. What what goes through your mind when you think about the future with Eight Days of Hope being based in Cedar Rapids? Yeah, yeah, I just love it. I mean, we we've been looking forward to this day for a long time. Um, just getting to know the folks involved with this with this uh, new ministry opportunity. You know, Brian being there um, and. Uh, we, yeah, we, we love the, the, the idea that we can have people uh, in our congregation just go with this in, endeavor and being so close. I, I, I think it's great, and I think, you, I think Eight Days of Hope is going to find that the location of Cedar Rapids is going to be so central yes. to so many, mm. uh, honestly, disasters that come in the Midwest uh, and these states with tornadoes and apparently inland hurricanes. Oh, um, oh boy! You know, um, and we're—I mean, we as a as a church, we're we're excited too. I mean, we're we. This has been years of support for Eight Days of Hope, yes. and, and only God only God sees this. You know, God God knew. Okay, we got, got a new pastor coming on board here. He he doesn't know zero. I mean, I, I knew nothing about Eight Days of Hope. I'm sorry to say that on air, but I it's knew okay. nothing it's about okay. Eight Days right. of Hope. And then, then one Sunday, I hear that this guy Steve Iver is coming in because we're going to do a little interview on Sunday morning, and uh, in our worship, and it was just an awesome Sunday. And I'm like, what is going on here? I mean, this is this is a great ministry to be a part of, and I can see the enthusiasm of our congregation and our people, a way for them to to actively get involved. And then, of course, the storm comes, and I see all all these men and women in in the congregation that I serve. They just, they're, they're just there. They're ready to help. It's such a great, I, from, from being on disaster relief trips in the past, especially Hurricane Katrina, right, where, where you all started, I, I took youth there and I took adults there. To be able to go with an organization that is there for you, that gives you the tools and the equipment and the training 
to do the, the, the hands and feet work so that, so that you can be more effective with the heart work, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's, right. that's, that's what's great that's about awesome. the partnership. And so hmm. being in, being in, uh, being in Cedar Rapids is, is we just, we're so thrilled about it. We're thrilled. And, and we are too. I mean, yeah. we, we, we are too. So, Pastor, what's it like to stand up on a Sunday morning and to see about 100 T-shirts that all say, uh, you know, <laughs> eight, some, days some, eight Days of Hope, and they're all just there from all over the country. That's an awesome sight, is it not? It is, it is awesome. It's great. And the, the people, uh, the volunteers that come with Eight Days of Hope, man, we, we've had some really good worship. Oh, <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. They just, they just pour their hearts uh, out. And, and I know that, you know, our last week there was your first week for your worship leader that was brand new. He, he came <laughs> oh, up really? to me. He came up to me. He goes, Steve, he goes, uh, these volunteers, they, they really like to worship. I said, yeah, brother. <laughs> he goes, can you guys hang around a little bit longer? I said, well, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. That's hey, Paul, we, we've got to wrap up. But, Mike, um, can we do this? Um, mm-hmm. I love this guy. Can't wait for you to meet him, Mike. Um, I can't wait either. He's uh, he's the real deal. And I'm telling yeah. you, and I, I know I kind of messed up earlier talking about the kindred heart thing, but it, it's real. I mean, when you meet uh, someone, what I love is he knows his church that's and right. Eight Days of Hope were conduits for people to to give them opportunities to be the hands and feet. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're here to equip the saints. We're not sure. here to do the work per se, mm-hmm. right? We're here to equip the saints. But can you pray for Paul and his church because they do, you know, we we we're, we're gone. We're in Louisiana now helping out with Hurricane Laura. But they they've got a they've got a little race sure. ahead of them sure. yet to run. But can you pray for them, please? Let me just make one quick statement sure. I'm going to pray. Uh, Paul, I really believe God has you there. You said several times that you're new on the on the circuit here but god has you there and he's going to use you and already is but in such a powerful way for this for this season this time in life you know this couldn't have been done by any other man but you now i say that because when god ordains something he's going to follow through on it so be confident in the ordination that god's placed you and where he's placed you so amen praise the lord just came to my mind let's pray let's pray father i thank you for paul i thank you for his family thank you for his church i thank you for his community i thank you for the excitement that we we sense during this uh this time of interview that you're going to do such powerful things and already are doing powerful things give him favor Give him confidence. Give him rest at night when he lays his head down on his pillow that he knows. He knows that he knows that God's called him and using him. And, and Lord, make him a great leader, a, a great mentor to his, the rest of his staff, community, family. And we thank you for that cross that's been resurrected again in his, back, uh, in his backyard that they can rally around that and remember what God is doing. In Jesus' name, protect them. Amen. 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 Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Paul Hennings, lead pastor, St. Mark's Lutheran Church. God bless you, brother. Thank you for joining yeah. us today. Thanks for having me. Love it. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. So for three weeks, wow. about 600 people traveled to Cedar Rapids with eight days of hope on a moment's notice. They didn't pay a penny. They just sure. had to get there. We provided the food, the lodging. It was interesting, Mike. Well, we didn't provide it. God provided it. That's right. It's interesting. When I was in Iowa, I went to our parking lot. And we own two expensive 50-foot-long lifts that can help with tree work when it falls on a house. Okay. And they're like $85,000 each, a very expensive oh. piece of equipment. And by the way, tree work is the most dangerous thing we do. It is. Um, it is. It's very hard for us to be anywhere for 21 days and not have something happen. I know last night in Louisiana I got a text, nothing serious, but the gentleman had some stitches. I mean, that's it's dangerous work. 
Got to be careful. But when I pulled in that driveway, there were five, not two, but five huge lifts. Some volunteers with Eight Days of Hope own tree companies, and they drove one from Kentucky, one from Ohio. Really? And so I'm like, where did we buy three more lifts? I didn't sign off on that. How did that happen? <laughs> but it's amazing how God provided. Boy, the army showed up, Mike. So they just came and volunteered their their they lifts, did. They did. and they did. They heard they heard that they there was help needed and people ready to serve. Incredible. There's a tree company in Ohio that brought his staff and he paid his team to be there for three days and just felt was the right thing to do. How does that happen? Well, it's God, brother. <laughs> hey, and I'll tell you what, if you own a tree company or know someone that knows how to do tree work, uh, we need you right now in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, we are going to be there on October 3rd. Hurricane Laura ripped through Lake Charles. They still do not have power, even as of this morning. Um, there's a lot of different ways. You can pray, volunteer, and donate. First, pray for the families we're serving. A lot of them have not had power, uh, lack of food, eating differently, sleeping differently than they normally would. This is a very, very hot time in Louisiana. The humidity mm. is through the roof. So pray. Volunteer. We'll be there at October 3rd. Come for one day, 10 days. You just have to get there. Get to the Lake Charles area. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Read the FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions. Uh, we also have some information about what we're doing to protect you and others from COVID. And so read that as well. Uh, but volunteer. Lastly, donate. I mean, donate. You know, Every dollar that you donate right now is going to be used in Louisiana. It's not going to go to Buffalo. It's not going to go to Tupelo. It's not going to go to a piece of equipment. It's not It's not going to go back to Cedar Rapids. The dollars you donate today will be used to help out with Hurricane Laura. And then lastly, if you want to help us, um, there's a pro football player. His name is Cody Ford, and he, is, uh, he made a, a, a nice donation, a very generous donation, to help his hometown of Pineville, Louisiana. Go to 26shirts.com, 26shirts.com, and he has a shirt up there. I don't know, Mike, if you can bring it up and you can read it. You probably do a better job than, than, than I can. But um, 26shirts.com, and every shirt you buy, a portion of those proceeds will go to help out with the hurricane. And it's going to be matched by another donor. So it's like giving twice. But what is that shirt? I know it's a red, white, yeah, blue shirt. It's, it's, a, it's a great statement. What you do should speak so loudly that no one will hear what you say. And do you know where that comes from? Well, Marv uh, Levy, the ex-coach of the Buffalo Bills. That was one of his quotes. Really? Yes. You know, he's, he's known for where else would you rather be than right here this day, this time. You know, but that's, that's his right. other one that's that he one. used. And, um, and again, if you're a football fan, he's in the Hall of Fame. He used to coach my favorite team, but not more on that later. I don't want to get anyone from Tennessee or New Orleans upset <laughs> where they don't donate or pray for us, right? Oh, boy. Uh, anyways, Mike, a lot going on. Laura's yes. real. We're going to be there for a while. When you see the pictures of Laura, I know that you haven't got down there yet, but you've seen Hurricane Michael in Panama City. It's very similar, but it went further inland. So you can go okay. 90 to 120 miles inland, and there's areas without power. But you remember what you saw in Panama City. What goes to your mind when you see those pictures from Hurricane Laura? From Laura, it it well does definitely brings back Michael. But I'll tell you, um, it's it's thinking about the, the 152 mile an hour winds that did not really dissipate. 30 miles inland, you were still at 137 miles per hour. I mean, that just takes trees and, and topples them, and I can it it just circles in my mind seeing mm-hmm. trees you know, penetrated into roofs of houses. Uh, we went on one uh, gentleman's 
property a couple acres it was like you had to just step over all these i mean some of the trees were you couldn't even get two people with arms around them you imagine trees that big laying on your house and on your yard and so, it's, it's it's crazy yeah so the tree damage in hurricane michael and hurricane laura is is laura's through the roof i think the uh, the you know the damage of the structures that's it and and and, and here's the problem you know and, and we we run with a lot of national organizations they're not our competitors right we never look right. like that we're all doing it for the same thing we want to bring the glory to jesus and bring people to jesus and again more information go to eightdaysofhope.com but very quickly when when we see samaritan's purse and mercy chefs and and convoy of hope out there and and we're serving with them all the volunteer numbers are much smaller than normal because of COVID, Mike. That's right. And so the the delay of getting the simple things taken care of, a tarp on a roof, um, a generator brought to your house, is not happening as quick as other hurricanes. And that's what's been so tough. It, it, it has to be. But you got to follow those guidelines because we want our volunteers, to, when they do come out, Absolutely. they're going to get back home yeah. safe and without uh, the virus. And um, so, but the... Here, Steve, you know, the good news, it's getting done. It is. It's getting done. Yep. One house at a time, one family at a time. Sure. Pray, volunteer, donate. Hurricane Laura. Go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com, or buy a T-shirt, 26shirts.com. Um, we're partnering with Cody Ford of the Buffalo Bills, who's from Louisiana. A lot of NFL players have come from Louisiana. That's a, That state, Texas, Florida, I mean, those states down there, they, they put them out. Well, they grow them big, and they come back. They, and they, <laughs> they know how to play big. ball. <laughs> hey, we're so thankful that you joined us today. Any previous broadcast of Hope Reigns you can find on our website under 8daysofhope.com. Click on the media section and uh, listen to some past ones. Uh, so thankful for Paul Hennings and what they're doing uh, in Cedar Rapids for the partnership. So excited that yes. God has opened up doors for us to love and serve the brokenhearted. Mike, we only have a minute, but any closing thoughts about either what happened in Cedar Rapids or what we're doing right now with Hurricane Laura? Well, just the fact that um, something uh, Pastor Paul said uh, the hands work opens up the heart work. So when you come and volunteer, like and, yeah, write that down. The hands, he said that the hands work. So you get out there and roll up your sleeves and get the work done, whether it's uh, in Cedar Rapids or it's going to be in Louisiana. We, again, left the, uh, North Carolina. And who, who knows where we're going to be next. But the hands, come out and volunteer. The hands at work will open up the heart work, and that's what this is all about. The hands that work, what's that again? The hands that work. Hands work opens up heart work. Opens up heart work. Done. Yeah. I'm stealing it. Good. You got it. <laughs> I'm going to use it tomorrow. <laughs> hey, that, that was a good line, Steve. <laughs> I got it from Paul. Yeah, right. Uh, so thankful that you've joined us. Check out our Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter. If you don't follow us, please follow us because that's where we really share some of these God-sized stories. Actually, we've got a video with Cody Ford on our Facebook feed. You just got to scroll down a little bit. Um, so excited that, again, God has got us, uh, has opened up a door for us to serve in Louisiana. We'll be there to October 3rd. Again, pray volunteer, donate. It's that simple. Pray, pray, pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for yes. Paul. We thank you for what you're doing in Cedar Rapids, how you're bringing churches mm -hmm. together, even though, Father, they might agree to disagree, but you're bringing the body of Christ together, Father. Be with Paul and, and those in Cedar Rapids. Father, I pray a blessing over our, our, our launching of our Midwest satellite, yes. uh, the 8 Days Hope satellite in Cedar Rapids, Lord. I just pray that uh, you would bless that time on October 17th mm -hmm. as we share what you're doing, not us, but what you're doing. Lastly, Father, I lift up the volunteers that right now are in Louisiana. 
Father, sure. um, I pray for travel mercies as I head there in just an hour or two mm-hmm. uh, to join the leaders. And as all the other leaders come from around the country, play a blessing over them yes. and their families. Keep us safe, Father. Protect us from the virus. Yes. Protect us and give us yes. safety. Uh, be with those who are there serving now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God's people said. Amen. Amen and amen. Like we said at the beginning of the show, a lot's going on. <laughs> <laughs> a lot is going on. Thank God. Thank you for joining us today. I want to thank all of our friends and sponsors. Uh, we have 10 partners across the country that cover our fixed costs. When you donate to ADs Hope, every penny goes to the front line. Again, please pray, volunteer, donate. Hurricane Laura, we need your help. Go to 8daysofhope.com or you can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi. 38803. Those in, that information's on our website and our Facebook page. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.